this week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with Touring Cars Masters champion, Stephen Johnson. I hope you'll stay with us. Stephen Johnson has become the Touring Car Masters champion of 2017. Matt Kosh from Speed Cafe and I had a chance to speak to him following his victory, his first ever national championship. And we asked if it completed his career. Um, yeah, I definitely, 100%. It's, uh, <clears throat> you know, I tried not to think about it too much, you know, because when you start thinking about it and what could happen and what couldn't happen, you know, like you just, you tear yourself up inside, you know, it's, you know, even though it's TCM, it's, you know, I think nowadays the competitiveness in, in this category has just stepped up so much. And, you know, for anyone to think that it's easy to win a TCM championship is very wrong. We had a few dramas at the start of the year at Clipsal, which really put us behind the eight ball. And then we had more dramas at Winton, not as bad as obviously others in that accident. But we, we had to come from a long way back and, and to try to not only manage trying to get the car faster, trying to manage race wins and that and so forth because you get penalised so you keep winning and you keep getting dock points and then it, uh, sorry revs and then it, it becomes really hard to win so but having said that ever since basically QR onwards and I didn't have a great QR I was flat out the whole way I didn't care about revs I was just trying to race you know get race wins and um, I guess the way that the season panned out we had a missed, missed opportunity at Sandown when there was a red flag and, and we didn't rerun the race. I felt we were strong there. We could have probably won that race. We run the next race. So I'm like, oh, you know, the 60 points gone begging there. So, um, you know, it, it made it really tight for the end of the year. And coming into this last round five points behind, when there's only four points difference between first and second, it, it made it, you know, pretty tough. So, you know, we had to have a good weekend. I was hoping to get pole position and get that five point buffer back. I didn't get that and I was really down on Saturday, but it's all uh, turned around today. How tough is it? To come to a race meeting, practice on Friday, qualify Saturday and then have to wait another almost 24 hours before you got back into the car for two races to wrap up that championship. Yeah, it was it was an odd way to finish the year, you know. I mean, uh, some categories only had one practice and straight into qualifying so they could have three races. Obviously, TCM elected to drop the uh, Waco trophy race and have just two main races, I guess, to fight the championship out. And to be honest, I think that was the right move, you know, not so much myself, but more so for the, the guys that are in here that are not professional drivers. To come to a track like this and to have one practice session and throw them straight into qualifying, I thought would have been the wrong thing to do. So it was great that they had a practice and then they had a night to think about it and they had another practice before they got into quality. And I think that showed with the racing this weekend and, and the minimal amount of red flags um, and accidents that there were. So I think that they all did a fantastic job. And, you know, the lap cars at the end of the race there for me was obviously a bit of a bit of a nervous time when I saw them, but they were awesome. So, um, you know, I can't thank all the guys enough for obviously keeping an eye out and keeping the three of us racing hard. Johnson in a Ford ahead of Bow in a Holden, gloss <laughs> over that. But there's a nice synergy there, isn't there? Yeah, it's uh, there's been a lot of you know a lot of hype over the Johnson Bauer TCM battles stemming back from 2015 when when I had the opportunity in John's car so just been ongoing ever since you know he just seems to be bloody getting better and better and you know you think that you're going to have an easy weekend and you know even Bathurst I thought you know this is our race to win here and uh, obviously we were really fast in qualifying and we we're pretty quick in the race too but he was right there you know and I'm thinking man, how does this five litre Tirana <laughs> hang on to the back of this six-litre Mustang up the straight. Seriously. You know, they just kept lifting their game. 
every weekend and um, you know we had to do the same and to be honest our Synergy Race Engines team and uh, Team Johnson has been just amazing obviously after that those few little issues we had at Clipsal where we, we burst an oil line and DNF'd and then you know had to start from the back that really hurt our championship so from that point on the boys worked so hard to make sure that 11 year old car now um, didn't have any more issues and um, you know it ran faultlessly for the rest of, apart from obviously we had a gearbox break in the practice at QR that's not their fault but apart from that the thing was mega all, uh, all the rest of the year from, from after Clipsal onwards. It was interesting, you guys coming to Newcastle, you're the noisiest class in the field and uh, we had a noise issue race meeting. How much was that being addressed to all you drivers about, gee, if you can do anything, yeah. don't make it noise? Yeah, well, you know, I think it, it actually for us stemmed back to um, Sandown and Sandown's notoriously very hard for noise. Um, you know, we got a couple of warnings at Sandown, so did a lot of other people. Um, you know, so from Sandown, on, from Sandown, even on that uh, after the practice day on the Friday, we uh, we pulled the exhaust system off. We took it back to the workshop. We um, uh, opened the mufflers up and repacked them all. And you know, so we were quite conscious about um, noise, especially coming here as well. We didn't know how sensitive it was going to be, but um, luckily we we were able to. Um, you know, we got a twin system in our car too, which makes a difference. So one pipe out each side, one muffler per side. So um, even though it's got a bit of a high-pitched sound to it, it doesn't seem to be as loud as some of the other V8s. So we're, we're quite lucky in that, but we are onto it. And yeah, the last thing we needed to be was, uh, was meatballed or black flagged for a car that's too noisy. I mean, that would have devastated me. <laughs> and of course, that's performance. The yeah. more baffle you put in that exhaust is just like taking revs off you. Yeah, it is, it is. Um, you know, we learned that the hard way last year when we were driving the XY at Phillip Island and it was too noisy so we uh, we basically just shoved a heap of steel wool into the exhaust uh, you know, put a turn down on the end and everything and dead set when I come under the straight for that first lap for the race um, it dead set felt like it was on four cylinders so uh, so yeah there is a bit of a balance between uh, noise and performance that you've got to try to get right <clears throat> pardon me right what about this race what did you think of coming to Newcastle and the infrastructure and then getting out there How have you seen it because you're not in the cut and thrust of going to Canberra and trying yeah. to race or going to surface when it was you know when it was changed to the short circuit and all that um, yeah it's uh, obviously I did a lot of homework on it here just what you can um, corners what curbs are going to use and you know it was so different to Homebush um, but um, really I think uh, I was a bit nervous actually coming in here because looking at the track and going through it all it's a Tirana track. It is 100% a Tirana track. That um, uh, the short straights, the constant corners. Um, it, you know, as Ryan Hansford showed in qualifying, he was fast. So um, to be able to, you know, we, yeah, we had a bit of luck with Bresso's misfortune to get up the front. But I knew in those first couple of laps, I needed to pass JB because it takes a little while for his tyres to come on because the car's lighter as well. Um, we were 100 revs shorter in that last race too than we were in the second race, oh, the first race. So, um, so that first race was all about trying to clear JB as quickly as I could, uh, and then get to Ryan and, and pass Ryan and do what I could, you know. And then when I passed Ryan, I got onto sort of up to um, Bresso. Uh, I kept an eye on the rearview mirror and I kept wishing Ryan to stay there. Don't worry, I said, please don't let JB pass. 
Um, and you know, obviously it put us into a fantastic spot to start the second race. So I just had to, you know, I was sitting in this room where we are now before the race thinking, what do you got to do? You got to get another one of your good starts. Um, you've got to take it easy on the first lap because the tyres are cold and you've got to do 12 qualifying laps or 11 qualifying laps after that. Um, and that's what I did, you know. Um, I couldn't pull away from the guys, so I just made sure that I backed off that little bit and I just didn't make a mistake. I didn't want to lock up and go wide. So I, um, I made sure that I stayed online. I was comfortable under brakes. I wasn't on the limit, but I was safe that I wasn't going to spear off. And really, you did the exact thing that everyone gets taught. You drive as hard as you can and you find the limit on Friday, find the limit on Saturday. And both of those were expensive because mm. you got panels there you have to work on, but that probably transferred into the race. You actually knew that's too far, this is where I can do it. Yeah, and you know, you try those things in practice, you know, because that's where you, uh, you want to um, make your mistakes. You don't want to make your mistakes uh, in the race and I couldn't afford to make mistakes in the race so yeah we had a little bit of panel damage in practice which is a bit unfortunate I don't like doing that but um, um, you know I think after Friday's practice and Saturday morning's practice and even the qualifying where I ended up spinning um, and then it wouldn't restart for a while and then got going um, it wasn't going our way the first two days and I'm thinking well alright that's three now hopefully Sunday's going to be a good day and it's turned out to be a good day that's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.